Hi guys, welcome to episode four of Jam Chats. I'm here again with Nikita and Maya. Hi. Yeah, and today we're talking about a really exciting topic, which is dating. So we do have some subtopics because we know that's a huge umbrella to go over. <laughs> it's a huge chunk, but it is pretty juicy. So we narrowed it down to a few subtopics. Um, dating in the Indian community, cross-cultural dating, and dating in subcultures. So why don't we just kick that off with dating in the Indian community since we have two Indian Americans. <laughs> um, well, Indian Americans, we were Indian Americans. Yes, yeah. yeah. So tell me a little bit about um, what it's like and what people would like to know specifically who aren't Indian, what it's like to date in the Indian community. So um, I guess, yeah, like it's a very, it's a, it's very different from like the Western world and there are certain like unspoken rules. There's more secrecy. There's more secrecy, more yeah. Secrecy. It depends on like age too. Like if you're like, at least for like me, like, if, like when I was younger, I was definitely more secretive about my relationship with everyone. Like, but then, yeah, like, as I grew older, I felt more comfortable, maybe just because, I mean, I was also in America, so I felt like it's very normal here. Mm -hmm. I, and I also think it is more normal in India, too, which just the time mm -hmm. that, I guess, my parents left, it wasn't normal back then. Mm -hmm. So they brought kind of those values over to, like, you know, modern-day America. It's called the time capsule. Effect. Yeah. Um, parents leave some like. It's like they left in the 90s or something, so in their mind, India is just stuck in the 90s, but in reality, mm -hmm. it's moved on too. Yeah. That's true. That's an interesting concept. Yeah. So the secrecy of like hiding your relationships and sneaking around and that's like... It was common. kind of... It's just very... If you're dating someone else who's Indian, it's just common and like more mm -hmm. like... Yeah. Just like common knowledge that like, okay, we're not telling our parents or like, mm -hmm. you know, we're hiding this from our parents or whatever. Um, yeah. And like, I feel like it's more... I think when I dated someone that was wasn't Indian was the first time I met like like parents so soon, like the other person's parents so soon and I was just like, Oh, this yeah, is weird. I remember that person <laughs> telling me about it. Like, yeah. oh, why am I meeting your parents? Yeah. Like, so soon. It, yeah. And it was like normal and I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. It's it's very fast when you introduce the parents here. Or yeah. It moves faster here. Mm -hmm. And I like in Asian culture in general, things are slow and they you take your time and mm -hmm. You know, and I remember my grandma telling me, um, I remember one night she was like, oh, I dated a lot of men in China before I, I met your grandpa. And like all of the cousins are like, what? And she's like, yeah. and she's like, yeah, there's many fish in the sea. You guys can, you know, you know, keep dating until you find the right person. We're like, oh, grandma, what are you saying? But um, I remember her telling us that, oh yeah, she spent the night at one of her suitors, potential suitors home. Mm -hmm. Like she wasn't sleeping with him. Like she was, mm -hmm. I guess, in a guest bedroom. But she wanted to see how, how the family was before she agreed to marry this person. Okay. And she said she didn't like uh, the mother-in-law. She didn't like how she treated everyone. Mm -hmm. So that made her decide, I don't want to. That's be with this huge. Guy. Yeah, I'm like, so oh, that's kind of like sounds like progressive for a grandma that who's ninety-eight. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, wow. Yeah, that sounds progressive for India today. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, so but but she keeps telling us take your time in dating. Like don't you know there's so many fish in the sea. It's just funny when your grandma gives you dating advice. Um so um coming back to that uh, dating in the Indian community, so there for those of you who don't know, there's a um show out called Indian Matchmaker. 
and Indian matchmaking. Indian matchmaking on Netflix. Yeah, on Netflix, and um, a matchmaker matches a bunch of different Indian people who want to get married, and you get to know each person and their personality, what they do, what they like, what they don't like, and she will take that into account and match you with. She's like the human dating app. Exactly. <laughs> <Except> just, yeah. <laughs> I know I, I would would love to use that instead if I could do it all over again because man, it just it would make it so much easier if you have somebody to work for you, in my opinion. Like I, I don't have to like theoretically. You really have to yes. trust them. Yeah, yeah. No, but them. here's the thing, theoretically yes, but practically speaking, none of those couples ended up together. Yeah. Oh yeah, that is right. Not one single one. Nope. Yeah, okay. no. Okay. The one that did end up getting married, she met her significant other off of Bumble. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's another avenue we're going to be talking about online dating, oh, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's like way into online dating now, or do you want to keep talking about Indian mm-hmm. matchmaker? Can we talk about the Indian matchmaking you yeah. thought about now, yeah? Okay. I feel like that's a perspective that's not. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, like, this is a highly unpopular opinion. Yeah, this is an unpopular mm-hmm. opinion, though. We don't like Nadia. One of the um, one of the contestants on the show. Yeah. Everyone, everyone loved this girl. Yeah. And she's like super bubbly and like happy and whatnot. And mm-hmm. initially, I liked her too. Yeah, I didn't. Mm-hmm. I didn't no, I really. caught. I caught something. The one thing I caught, I think I just I wasn't sure about it until like, once I, after you told me that thing. That's when I was just like, I just saw a different light, and I was like, I can't with this girl. Yeah. <laughs> but I think, and it also, um, I came across one of the guys she dated. I came across his um, Instagram, and I was looking through his posts and. He was talking about how something was like completely staged and one of the um, quote unquote dates that he was supposed to go on and like her friends were supposed to be there, like that whole thing didn't happen where like they made it seem like he um, stood her up, but like that whole thing didn't happen. So she was okay with that being staged and making him look bad for that. Mm-hmm. So I think that's what Mickey and I were talking about yeah. where it's kind of just... Like, I think that was one of those yeah. things that she was like stood up on, but at no point... In her reaction, her immediate reaction was, oh my god, this horrible thing happened to me, but at no point was she like, even for a split second, is he good? Is something going yeah, on? Yeah, when, when, when he was sick, right? When he said her, yeah, for yeah. one of the events, one of mm-hmm. the dates, he couldn't make it, and then, you know, her initial reaction was like, he stood me up and blah, blah, blah. She never asked him if he was okay, and like, he legit said he went to the hospital and had No, the other one was supposed to be a family issue, and I know it mm-hmm. sounds fake or something, I was arguing with my sister or whatever, but you don't know. Something legit could have happened with the family. At one second, you'd be like, you good, before before being like, oh, okay, like, he has no explanation. Like, clearly, mm-hmm. yeah, there's nothing yeah. that doesn't go deep. Yeah. Then you could be like, okay, then it's what the hell. But mm-hmm. even before that, her initial reaction was like, how can this happen to me? I mean, in the show, in for the show in general, I think, because um, I think we were talking about how it's not, like, portraying, uh, how it's, if you think it's accurate and if it portrays Indian dating accurately or Indian matchmaking, um, I would say it doesn't. <laughs> or from what I've heard generally, I feel like it doesn't because it, it's taking, like, that, this, like, percentage of, like, the population of India, where, first of all, like, half the people don't even live in India, so it's not... Yeah. It's like Indian American or Indian. A lot of them are in Texas, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, actually. Yeah. So yeah, it's first of all, it's like Indian American, half of them, and then the people that are in India are more of like the rich or like upper class, very small percentage. So you barely get like the perspective of like an average Indian person in India. So do the average middle class people in India get matchmakers, or is it just the wealthy people? No, I mean it just it really depends. I feel like yeah. if you need one you get one or like okay. if yeah like it or if your parents are pushy pushy enough, yeah then, yeah but that it's not so that show isn't completely accurate or it's not painting the picture for every 
like Indian. It's not painting the picture for the average Indian in America. In, or oh, I- Indians in general, like for the average Indian in India too. Okay, that's interesting to mm-hmm. know because I, I know like a lot of people have been watching the show and it's pretty popular and hopefully they don't make generalizations based on this one show. Yeah, sadly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not, it's slightly relatable in the sense slightly. that we do get the pressure to get married mm-hmm. and so you do have parents sometimes talk. Well, What's it Maybe called? That you have a something? Rishta. A rishta. rishta. Yeah. Yeah. So your parents yeah. will ask you every so often if you're interested in this so-and-so or... Yeah. Yeah. And how do they know about these so-and-sos who pop up every so often? It's something similar to like a matchmaker or some like family friend that they know of in the community um, or um, yeah, like word of mouth. Oh, so, okay. Oh. Yeah. Again, human dating yeah. app. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's always that one relative that will randomly bring up. <laughs> yeah, that's always has on the mind that oh, yeah, like you're this the right age for this yeah. person. Like uh, they should just work work out. Yeah. Oh well, that's kind of cool. Like you have people like that in your community. Who you would think so. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. would think so, but it's 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 interesting because over here, I feel like when people do it, they think of it in a relationship. Oh, this person might mm-hmm. be good in a relationship. Indians tend to do it, it's like this person would be good for marriage. Yeah. So you don't you skip the whole relationship type of thing. It's just like Yeah, oh, just straight to business down Yeah. Business. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. is a little I I always found that awkward and I can't get on in that mindset. <laughs> which does also tend to look at things more superficially. I've heard recently someone mm-hmm. make this argument. Because you tend to look at that point like how much someone earns or how much someone like yeah. will cast and like this kind of stuff. Because you're with them for life. Once you get married, you could, I mean, you have to look at it that way because you're getting married to this person. It's I more guess, permanent. I guess, but you don't, yeah. when you look at like relationships, I feel like you're looking more into personality traits or something like how That's someone true. is. And, like, yeah, together. I think, yeah, you if you want like a more deeper like perspective or insight on who someone is like it's that's where it doesn't work because you're mm-hmm. when you're superficially like you're looking at someone on paper and they look good mm-hmm. and you're picking that person because of these like external qualities and like you get to know them and then you're just like Ooh, whoa what I think that's I mean why it can work out for some people it can yeah because some people you tend to pick someone within the community type thing and so you Generally speaking, grew up with similar values, mm-hmm. which on that base level, a lot of people do tend to click. Yeah. Some people just don't. So. Yeah. So what if, like, hypothetically, your parents got a matchmaker, and the matchmaker set you up with somebody, and it looks good on paper, you fit, and your horoscopes align, and everything <laughs> yeah, that you see in, in the yeah. matchmaker, your horoscopes have to align, um, and then it just, like, doesn't work out at all? Oh, you just ghost them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not speaking from personal <laughs> I feel like that's the thing. Like we're definitely allowed to say no. Our family. Yeah, we're we're like, definitely we're... allowed to say no. But I do think that they do question like why. Kind of recently had an experience where my mom knew of someone, and um, that lady she um, had like a best friend who has a son, and that lady really wanted me to speak to her son and, mm. and like marry her son eventually um mm-hmm. but i just first of all like he lived far away and it was just like a whole like it was just it just didn't seem right for me at the time i didn't out front reject this person mm. but I, I stopped speaking to him slowly <laughs> and, so... and, and and no so, so that was the thing it was just i don't know the lady kept contacting my mom and she was like, why is, why is she not talking to my son? Like, what's wrong with my son? Can you tell us? And it, it was it was so awkward. And my mom kept asking me, like, well, what's wrong with him? <laughs> and I was like, well, he lives, like, halfway across the country. Like, I can't, like, first of all, I can't get, like, it's really hard to 
start something like that and then like on the other hand it's just it was just it's awkward to even start a conversation because you know Mm. it's supposed to lead to marriage so it's like Mm. how are you gonna make that natural like because i feel like that's something you naturally get into like you get into a relationship and then that it grows to that but it was just like from the get-go like oh yeah they should get married it does work with some people i'm not saying like does, i've seen does. arranged marriages work and mm-hmm. people click somehow mm-hmm. but i guess to each their own i don't know yeah how to, like, yeah that. but see in that sense yeah like our parents are better better about it in that sense like we can say no mm-hmm. but there are if there are like i do have friends <laughs> i do no, no i do have friends who like legit have pressure and it's a lot mm-hmm. harder for them to say no um, like yeah i've seen that yeah, but so for those people who are facing the pressure of getting married um, and don't want to get married, um, we do have a temporary solution. It's not it's it's not permanent again, temporary and but it'll it'll help you by time, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I've started this service on Fiverr where um, me and my friends <laughs> will be um, will pretend to be your um, pseudo girlfriend almost, <laughs> um, someone to introduce to your parents, and um, you can. You can just, you can tell them that, the, and you know, I can completely act like the perfect perfect Indian girl, so can my friends, so you'll have a choice on <laughs> who you want to pick. Um, and yeah, like, we can be that perfect Indian girl to introduce your introduce to your parents so you don't have to get married right away and you can buy some time. Um, and we're doing this for girls too, vice versa, if you want to pick a, if you want to have a pseudo boyfriend. And then, um, so do you guys primarily date within the Indian community or have you dated outside of the Indian community? Personally, I prefer, I mean, it's preferred to date mm-hmm. in the Indian community. It just makes things yeah. so much easier. Mm-hmm. Um, I have dated outside the Indian community. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's it's different. It's refreshing, kind of. It's mm-hmm. just a different world. I mean, I didn't mm-hmm. think it'd be that different. And I always thought, like, I know, like, some people really just prefer Indian. And it's just like, I mean, you, you should... I feel like you should date to just see what's out there and maybe it might you know you don't like get along with just Indian people you maybe get along better with someone who's not Indian just because you're more Americanized or whatever mm-hmm. um, westernized in that sense but um yeah I it's preferable for I guess for us yeah. to date in the community I think that's the best one yeah um, but yeah I have when I was dating like out like non-Indian people I do feel like I did feel a culture clash that was my main mm-hmm. um sort of issue like there were just random cultural things that I, I didn't know about or I was kind of like surprised to be like oh that's how they do things or like we do mm-hmm. things differently or you know they think this is rude or versus like oh this would be rude in our culture you over the rude stuff oh like, I mean no no it's not okay. personal but I think that like I mean one thing I think like what we could say like whenever someone comes over to our houses like I think one thing is that like you know like our parents or anyone would just be very like welcoming or they'll offer food like for sure like that's food's a big one food's yeah the like, food's a big one like you, yeah. if you go to someone's mm-hmm. house they're gonna offer you food water whatever it is like they want to mm-hmm. make sure you're comfortable like mm-hmm. you know like um so in, in that sense I did notice a difference when I like you know when I was going to like my significant other's house and it was just like oh, I'm going to go grab dinner real quick. Can you just wait here? And I, I think, like, when that incident happened, I just remember I was starving. So oh I was God. just like, oh, my God, this is so different. Wait, the parents did that? No, no? the person did that. Oh, I person Yeah, did. so okay. it was just, like, one of those things. And I was like, you know, it, had I, I think at that point I was thinking, like, oh, had I been in an Indian household, this wouldn't have happened. Oh, my goodness, that's just rude. I don't think that's, like... I, I just assumed it was a cultural thing. Like, I felt like, oh, like, it's just maybe I've grown up differently, so I can't just expect the same kind of treatment um, from everyone. I don't know. But no, on the flip side, Monica, you are dating someone Indian, so what's your perspective? Yeah. 
Like what? I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that. Or what are some things that you liked about Indian culture, like learning or? Uh, I do know that it, it, like when Ashwin and I started dating, like he was kind of sneaking around with me, like <laughs> trying to hide me, and like I felt like his secret girlfriend for a long time. Yeah. And he didn't um, want to acknowledge his mom and dad that he was dating me. So that's kind of similar to what yeah, we talked yeah. about. That like was there's the opening a secrecy, argument of secrecy. Secrecy, yeah. There's this whole secrecy aspect of it. And it's yeah. not out of, like, it, it's nothing personal. I think it's just the way things are. It's more common mm-hmm. for us to be like, oh, well, like, you know, dating mm-hmm. has such been such a taboo in Indian culture in the past, like, way back when. Yeah. And so yeah. now it's kind of just like, uh, and it's like more like we're trying to be respectful to our parents' feelings. It's this weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, saga of, of yeah like emotion <laughs> oh my goodness dating in general is just like emotional it is it is yeah, from like all aspects yeah. <laughs> and now that it's like online these days it's just the common thing Every, if you're not dating online you're it's it's like you talk to people about dating and if you're not dating online it's like what 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 is that like <laughs> i think yeah because it's also especially because yeah. we're in 2020 covid times there's like it's hard to like go out and meet someone so like mm-hmm. online is kind of like the only way right the only avenue yeah the only avenue yeah yeah online dating is a it's a tricky animal yeah it's been i i just i wish i had avoided online dating it was just more of a headache than anything for me personally really yeah Yeah. i did not have much luck doing the online dating thing i don't i mean i don't think anyone really i've heard like one like couple stories like people Mm -hmm. i feel like you have to be really lucky to find someone i don't know but what are your like horror stories or just like stories, I guess, of online dating? Oh, there's so many, I just don't know where to start. I'd, I'd rather not get into that. Okay. Like, what can I don't care. <laughs> yeah, some of them are just on there. They just, honestly, they just want to have sex and they don't want anything else. That's like the main thing that I've come across for online dating. And they conceal a lot, they lie a lot on their profiles. Yeah, it's so and easy to lie. Not, like their their pictures. Mm-hmm. They're um yeah, they're they're not how they say they're gonna be. They're probably dating other people. Yeah. Like, and you don't know that because they're not gonna be transparent with you, obviously, because they want yeah. something. And online is the perfect way to do that because you don't know this person. You're, there's no community aspect where you can vet the person, like if it's a friend of a friend or like a friend of a family, like they're not, they're strangers. Yeah. So yeah. it's like a total gamble and you know nothing whatsoever. Yeah, you don't know anything about that person. That, that's yeah. so yeah. true. Yeah. So <laughs> Yeah. It's 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 a tough gamble. And then when you add another layer into that, you add long distance. What what do you think about long distance relationships? Yeah, so I mean, as I mentioned previously, like that's not really the avenue that I would like pick. Like, I wouldn't want to, like, start off with long distance. But sometimes, like, I mean, I, like, in the past, I have met someone. I met them naturally, and they happen to be long distance. And I really, mm-hmm. really like this person, so I wanted to give it a shot. Right. Um, but it it's hard because no matter how, like, I just feel like to be in a long distance relationship, you need to have some kind of, like, plan of, like, oh, like, you know, you're going to be together in one city forever some at some point you know and if you don't have that that will fail Mm -hmm. um and then you also need you really need to be like mentally connected to the person like you just because that's all you have you don't have the physical aspect of it and and, like you know and then it's like you know when the other person's just living their life you're living Mm -hmm. your life like it you like that other person kind of just becomes like a ghost like they're there Mm -hmm. but they're like not really there you can't really incorporate them into your life so no Mm -hmm. matter how great they are it's just like well, they're not going to be there when, exactly. you know, you can't take them to 
whatever place or you can't really like introduce them to your friends really so it's 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 really hard and like i just think yeah. that yeah if you don't have like a goal of like getting together in the future then it, it doesn't really work no i completely agree yeah i've never had to do a long distance relationship and i'm glad for that because i don't think i would have handled it at all honestly yeah but i just feel it's funny because i feel like that i mean it still was it was a good relationship but it was just like it it was long distance so that was mm-hmm. the the only downfall what's dating like in COVID times in 2020 do you have any uh, <laughs> particular stories or things to add about what it's like dating right now yeah i feel like it's, it's hard it's really hard and i've kind of given up yeah. <laughs> because yeah. It, like yeah it's just because it's all online like mm-hmm. there's really no other and it's hard because you don't want to go meet a stranger because you don't know yeah you don't know them and then to add on the covid yeah. problem do you think like it would help people get to know each other better because it people rather would not meet immediately because of covid so they'll be like tightening and getting yeah. to know each other longer and that'll you know because you have that longer space you get to know someone better and you get through all these you know barriers and what do you think about that that yeah that that's actually Maybe. a good point that's a good yeah. point and i feel mm-hmm. like that can tie into the whole long distance relationship thing too because i mm-hmm. felt like i felt more connected to the person in that sense of like I got to know them so much because it was just all we had was like talking and like yeah. texting like there wasn't but yeah like that same thing can mm-hmm. be applied in like 2020 dating where it's like you can like get to know the person better if you really want to because <laughs> I think um now I, I've just gotten really lazy with this stuff because I feel like I just there's some people I just don't text back and they sent like paragraphs and it was like it's almost like homework because you have to read what they write and then you have to like reply it's so draining I remember being yeah. on tinder and I remember it taking up like all of my time it, you have to yeah. invest time so yeah like you all have to invest time. your time it's just so addictive and like all these people are liking you and like giving you yeah. a super hot it, like it whatever you, it is it gives you like options paralysis when you have mm-hmm. so many people to pick from and you're just like I don't want to talk to any of them anymore I'm just yeah, so tired and like exhausted of like oh having the same conversation over and over again yeah um oh yeah so I mean it kind of sucks in that sense but I mean you do bring up a good point like you can get to know someone better if you really do want to and you put in the time yeah that's true we actually have a friend who whose sister started dating someone and is getting married in COVID times from from which online site I don't know which one she used but she I know she met them this year and they were getting married yeah yeah they're getting married this year that's awesome that's a quick marriage yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah well my friend just got engaged today oh yeah. nice yeah a lot of people are getting engaged it's it's good mm-hmm. i guess the more time at home more time getting to know the person and things move faster it can go either way I or it can go either way yeah that's true it's a make or yeah. break you really get to know the person yeah, <laughs> yeah. that is true i have another friend whose brother is right before covid he'd been going out with someone for a couple of days they decided can't really quarantine if like we can't see each other so they decide to move in together super new relationship but they decide like just quarantine together i don't know how that worked out but i am really curious (laughs) yeah that yeah that's a little risky goodness so we're just the last topic we're going to touch upon um is dating in the 21st century versus dating in the 50s what do you have to say about that yeah. Men actually had to do a lot of work in this relationship. <laughs> yeah. Like as much as we say, oh, it's up for the women because they didn't have power, but it's mm-hmm. like no, the guys had a lot of responsibility on them, and mm-hmm. yeah, they didn't really get to spend time with their family and enjoy mm-hmm. those moments the way women did, yeah. which it really sucked kind of both ways then. 
Right, right. And they and she mentioned the L they will never see their kids until like yeah. late at night, but the kids are asleep and then Well, you didn't have a chance to be an involved father, even if you wanted to be an involved father. I never thought of it from that perspective. It's no, always see? presented as like, oh, the poor woman had to do all the work. Yeah. But you never yeah. think of that other side of the yeah. coin there. Yeah. It'd be interesting to have a conversation about a grandparent about that because I know growing up my grandma worked she was a seamstress and then my dad and my grandpa owned his own business so they both worked and they had five children so I don't know how that oh <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> tough yeah. yeah I guess not everyone's the same in that way it was yeah. a different time definitely. yeah yeah yeah. And then on my mom's side of the family, my mom has seven brothers and sisters, mm. and my grandma didn't work. Kind of had the same. My yeah. mom had seven brothers and sisters yeah. too, and then my grandma didn't work. So mm. that I feel like more easy, not easy situation, but like a better than both parents working. Yeah, that'd be an interesting question for my grandma. Like, who took care of all all the kids? Like, if if you were both yeah. working. <laughs> Yeah, because I don't think my grandma worked from home. I think she had she had a place that she went to work at. Yeah, of course. And then yeah. my grandpa obviously he worked out of the house, so I'm like, okay, you got five kids. Just Who's washing them? The oldest <laughs> take responsibility for everything. Yeah, that's what I'm. Well, so my dad actually no, my aunt Dora's the oldest, and then so I'm thinking like if they were off at like five or one of them was off earlier, then maybe they could you know home by three. The kids are home by three. That's the only thing I can think of. Kind of interesting. Yeah, like, interesting. Interesting. Yeah, back then. Yeah. yeah. I know the routines are different, and that's just like another thing. Like I've always wanted to know about, like how today in this day and age things are just so busy and you know workaholic like, and how back in the day it was just a more slow. Yeah, I feel yeah. like it, of course, yeah, like and especially with our parent, with our grandparents, yeah. it's like not only a different generation but a different like country altogether. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's yeah. it's very different, and I feel like it's more. It was more common because I actually did ask my grandparents like about their um, life and just like, you know, having seven children. And then mm-hmm. my grandfather said he loved this life and he wished mm-hmm. this kind of life upon all of his kids because he said that it was, um, you know, his wife was a really good wife. She took, you know, she took care of all the kids. She gave them all the morals and values. And, mm-hmm. and so he he felt like this was they both my grandparents like really loved each other and they, you know, really bonded well together. So. Yeah. I think that, I mean, that worked for them back then, that, like, you know, like, the woman kind of does that her traditional role, and, like, man goes out and, like, works and whatnot, so that worked for them. Yeah. That actually sounds really similar to my grandparents' relationship, Mm -hmm. where I would say that's true, but what's interesting is, now I'm thinking about it, my grandpa actually, like, so my parents were from India, and so my mom was actually studying something called home economics. Pretty home ec? My aunt yes. would take that. She was telling so, me about no, it. But that was pretty much, I think that was, like, her major, which she actually was studying back in India. Like, I think uh-huh. that's what my grandpa expected my mom to do. Yeah. But the interesting thing is, after she got married, my dad insisted that they come to America, and my grandma, or my mom actually work, and this kind of thing. My grandma was super supportive. Like, he's the one who signed her up for college, mm-hmm. and he did all this, like, all this, like, they were super supportive of, like, making sure my mom like worked and like could support herself and stuff to the point yeah. where I think at some point my mom actually did end up making more than my dad and it just became normal and my dad picked us up from school and like oh, it's very see. interesting from the image my grandpa had of what he expected my mom to that's do to yeah. what actually ended up happening that's Aww. interesting yeah I mean I think it's really important that one parent like remain in the home like if they're working from home or something just to be there for the children yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like maybe like I feel like in the modern day, like maybe yeah. you can like alternate like where it's like mm-hmm. I'm working from home today and I'll yeah, take care yeah, of the kids yeah, and then exactly. like the next day it's like 
Yeah. The guys look at whatever. Yeah. Whatever yeah. system works. Well, as long as it's works. an equal system, I feel like nowadays. Works. Nowadays, it's mm-hmm. more about like equality versus back then it was more about gender roles and like right. traditional. Yeah. Which it worked out for whoever it worked out for. Yeah. And equality in the sense that like if someone does want to take care of the kids, that's fine. Like it just shouldn't be a mental burden burden on anyone. Yeah. The mental like burden should be shared yeah. equally. Yeah. True. Well, guys, I think we covered everything. Thank you for having us. Yeah. Thank you for coming and thank you for watching and listening and uh, hope to see you guys again soon. Bye! Bye. <laughs>